fix. Welcome to the weekend common room. It is time for your sports fix with me, Ben Cullen. Four-time Grand Slam champion Naomi Osaka has withdrawn from Wimbledon with an Achilles injury. Japan's Osaka has not played since the French Open and recently posted a video of herself doing rehab on a treadmill. The 24-year-old previously said she was unsure if she would play Wimbledon because of its lack of ranking points. The ATP and WTA stripped the points from Wimbledon after the tournament banned Russian and Belarusian players over Russia's invasion of Ukraine. Osaka's name appeared on the singles entry list for Wimbledon when it was released last week, but she has not appeared in any of the grass court events. Posting on her Instagram account, Osaka said she was trying to find the positives in a negative situation. Lewis Hamilton says his podium at the Canadian Grand Prix has given him hope that Mercedes can return to competitiveness this year. The seven-time champion had not scored a podium since the first race of the season, and his results in Montreal ended a run of difficult races. It has given me a lot of hope that there is more to come from this car, that the potential is truly there, and if we can get the setup right, Hamilton said. Prior to Montreal, Hamilton had been out-qualified by teammate George Russell for three consecutive races, and had not finished ahead of him since the first race in Bahrain. Partly that has been due to Russell's own highly impressive form this season. It remains an open question as to who will ultimately prove the faster and there can be no higher compliment for Russell than that. England's Matt Fitzpatrick was swamped by his family after superbly holding off the world's best players to claim his first major title. He did it with a one-shot victory in the US Open at the Country Club. The 27-year-old was also hugged by Rory McIlroy on the 18th green as he became just the third Englishman in 52 years to win the sport's second oldest major. Fitzpatrick shot a 2-under 68 for a 6-under total to beat world number one Scotty Scheffler and Will Zalatoris in a gripping battle that went to the final hole. It's what you grow up dreaming of, said Fitzpatrick. It's something I've worked so hard for for such a long time. I've got to give myself credit. I had so much patience. His win will be remembered for the stunning shot he played from a fairway bunker on the 18th. This week we are joined by Hong Kong 7 star Kane Boko. He joins us via Zoom. He is a good friend, a former teammate of mine and the Hong Kong 7 star. Aren't you Kane? Are you a star? Uh, I try my best. Kane, how are you bud? Good mate, good. Thanks for uh, thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. It's good to see your face again. Thank you. Welcome back. Welcome to Sports Fix, I should say. And before we get into your journey, we'd like to do some quick fire questions. So do your best to answer as fast as possible. Don't load me up. Favorite sports star of all time? Uh, I'm gonna have to go with probably Shane Warne. Just uh, iconic in the way he bowled growing up and just sort of shaped my love for, for different sports and the way he went about it. Love it. Pizza or donuts? Pizza by far. Not a big sweet tooth. Uh, love pizza. Sevens or fifteens? Sevens. Uh, just shorter, faster games, less taxing on the body and uh, quite exciting for the crowd. Favourite place you've ever played? Uh, I think the Algarve would be up there. It's just such an exciting place. Uh just like sitting on the beach all day, going for swims, really, uh, really nice. And the, the tournament was quite fun. Good man. Pre-match meal? Pre-match meal, just lots of food. Um, this is the night before, just get as much in as possible. And then the day of, I, I don't like eating too much. I get a bit nervous and a bit of everything. So I just like simple foods on the day of the, the game. Favorite sport that's not rugby? 
uh, hands down cricket. Been uh, watching it growing up, played it many, many years and uh, still watch a five day test. Everyone thinks it's boring, but I love it. Favorite rapper? Can't go past Eminem, just the iconic start to intro to Eminem, uh, to rap for me. He was my first ever album I bought and uh, still love him. Awesome. Surf or snowboard? Snowboard. Not a, not a great surfer. Um, You're Australian. I know. Yeah, I, I grew up in a country, mate. Six hours away from a beach. There's, there's no chance <laughs> of me learning to snow uh, surf. But hey, hey, six mate. hours away from the beach, but a lot further from the snow. That's true. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> when I moved to Hong Kong, it was a lot easier to get to the, uh, the snowboarding rather than surfing. Okay, final question. Controversial. Will the Hong Kong Sevens go ahead in November? I, I have faith that we can make some sort of product work at the end of the year. I think Hong Kong needs it, and it'll be a good, like... Uh, like a bit of energy back into the, the Hong Kong. I think we need it. Good. I like your positivity and I'm, I'm right behind you. Hong Kong needs it and I'm hopeful that uh, the powers that are can, can make it happen. Me too. All right, Kano, give us a brief rundown of who you are and what you do day to day. Um, I small uh, born in a small country town, um, six hours away from the beach, as I said, in a place called Roma. Small population and lived there until I was uh, about... 15, then moved away to boarding school in Toowoomba, then on to Brisbane for uni. Uh, it, yeah, just sort of was in Brisbane playing a bit of sport, nothing really serious. And then one day I got a call to come to Hong Kong to play rugby. And I thought, you know what, take any opportunity that comes my way and move to a country I've never heard of before and uh, haven't looked back. But yeah, just, uh, just a guy that loves uh, getting around his mates, playing sport and having a bit of fun. Good man. So you... Moved to Hong Kong and it took three years back then to, to get into the national team. What has your journey been from the national team? Because you've play, played both 15s and 7s. Yeah, so after a year here, the 15s program went uh, full-time and they asked me to come on board then. I uh, knocked it back the first time and said I need another year of work in Hong Kong before I take a full-time rugby background, just so I have a background or I have a, a base to go back to in case the rugby doesn't work out. Uh, so I did another year of work. And then in my second year, I went full time. I wasn't qualified at the time. So just trained with the 15s team, worked on the side. And then uh, after that, when I was qualified, they moved me straight to the sevens team. Let's go back to your childhood and teenage years. You, you've mentioned cricket and, and obviously the rugby, but I do know you play tennis. Talk us through just your general athletic sporting background as a child and teenager? I think we just had a lot of opportunity to play sports uh, in my country town in Roma. There wasn't that much to do outside of that. So I was playing everything, tennis, cricket, rugby, swimming, played a bit of soccer. Um, it was a more rugby league town. So I was playing league more than union then. And uh, I think tennis was my main sport at the time. So I was traveling all around the state, playing tennis, um, driving six hours in the morning to go play a tournament somewhere training six, seven times a week for it and, and loving it. But I think the difference is when you get a bit older, you want to be around your mates and tennis was very individual um, and often quite lonely. So I decided to switch to a more team-based sport, cricket and rugby and tennis sort of fade in the background. But I, I still play every now and again. It's a nice social sport, um, but it was quite taxing uh, when I was younger. Did you have mates within tennis or or did you just simply just feel alone and was seeking that friendship with anyone or group you have your mates within tennis but at the end of the day you, like your mate might be your doubles partner and you play a tournament with them but 
most of the stuff is, uh, I guess, centralized around singles tennis. So you're just playing against the guy at the other end. And you, you might see your mates that play the same tournaments off the, off the, off the court, but often it's just sort of you and your coach sitting on the side analyzing the next player and then you just get some food and you go again. So it's quite a, a lonely sport in that respect and it can be quite tough because you're traveling a lot to play. Got it. Got it. All right. Well, you, you went from there in, into rugby and you were obviously playing in Brisbane and then got a call up early on in Hong Kong. What was that tr- transition like going from I guess playing rugby largely for a hobby to moving into something professional with, I guess, desired outcomes. It was uh, it was really exciting. I think at the time I was playing rugby for UQ and I, I loved that club and we played together there, Benny, for a few years and that's where we met and got really good friends. Um, and that was a really great environment. That was not professional, but just a really, really good team and really good environment for, to play rugby in. Uh, but I was also working on the side, finished uni, and I was sort of in that stage where I'm like, okay, is this my career for the rest of my life now? Just driving back and forth to work, and I'm 23, pretty pretty much that's that's my life. And then luckily, Tim Yusas, uh, this coach at Hong Kong Scottish at the time, called me up and asked me to come across. And I thought, you know, I've got nothing to lose. I can always move back to Brisbane, move back to my job, but here's an opportunity to do something different in life. And yeah, I went from playing club rugby to professional rugby in the space of two years and I think as a as a little kid my my goals have always been to become a professional athlete that's the only job I ever wanted to have and finally realizing it was quite special and just being able to go to the gym train with your mates every day as a job is is pretty special thank you Kane we look forward to hearing more from you next week Hong Kong are you ready This is the hottest ticket in the world right now. This week's choice is a little different for me, and it's for sure going to be hot there. This weekend in Rio de Janeiro will be the World Surf League. What a way to get excited for the summer, and that is my hottest ticket in the world this week. Have a fantastic weekend. I'm Ben Cullen, and I'll be back for your sports fix next week.